your shoulders and life pushes you down you squat it up and become stronger like a squat you know so uh if if it's hard you're about to level up if it's hard you're about to get stronger i mean if you don't lift a heavy weight you're not going to get stronger if you don't go through a challenge there's no adaptation there's no change uh so if you feel it's overwhelming and hard and challenging know that like the, the, the bigger step is around the corner. The win is around the corner. Welcome to the Land Life Podcast with your host, PJ Riley. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Land Life Podcast. My name is PJ Riley. Uh, guys, if you're getting value from this podcast, if you're learning a ton, make sure you like, subscribe. Leave five stars, leave comments. It really helps a ton. And I'm going to keep saying this every single podcast. So if you're getting tired of me saying it, that's just too bad because I'm going to say it. Um, yeah, guys, make sure you like and subscribe. Um, guys, uh, at the end of this podcast, our guest, Bo, is going to tell you how you can get hold of him. If what he says resonates with you, if he's got, you know, you want to work out with this dude, you know, you're in the Cleveland area, you're like, I, I got to work out with this guy. You want to read his book. He's on a 10 different podcasts. Uh, you know, you want to get hold of this guy, make sure you stick around to the end. He's going to let you know how to get hold of him. Um, yeah. So guys, today's our, our guest is Bo Skitsko out of, out of Cleveland. Um, I'll give, I'll give the quick rundown. Cause you got a pretty good bio that I can, I can read off real fast here. Uh, born in the Ukraine, he's a father and a husband, uh, speaks five languages. You know, I barely speak, I barely speak one language. So five is pretty damn good. Uh, we have, I want to talk about that, too. I want to, I want to know what you're speaking here. Uh, he runs Bofit Studios uh, in Cleveland. He also has a Bofit supplement line. Guy's got two YouTube channels, and they're both really good, too. So check them out. Travel with Bo and uh, and then the the, the, fitness, the fitness one, Stay Sore, uh, Bo Schizo. Also a book. He's got He's an author yeah. of Stay Sore. You got it there? Perfect. Look at right that. There. Guy's doing all kinds of crazy stuff, not just working out. And he's jacked. Look at him. He's got... Great big biceps, and he's he's a big dude. So, uh, biceps. Bo, Call, I call them Bosa. I'm just kidding. Bosa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That yes, sounds like a, a WWE you. thing, like a professional <laughs> wrestling thing. You call it's these marketing. The it's just it's just a fun phrase I throw around once in a while. Let's turn your biceps into biceps and stuff. Got to keep it entertaining. That is awesome, man. I love it. I love it. it sounds like The Rock. <laughs> sounds like uh, some sort of professional wrestling thing. So, Bo, give us a little background on you who you are kind of how we got to the point we're at right now yeah first of all thank you for having me on the show um i don't know where to start what to start i'm an immigrant i'm from ukraine was born in ukraine i lived as a kid in germany for about seven years but went back to ukraine then i immigrated to the u.s and now i've been here for about 12 years so that explains a little bit my background as well as the languages and stuff. And uh, just, you know, trying to do what's right, uh, helping people live a better, healthier and stronger life physically and mentally as well. Yeah. All right. Let's get into that a little bit. Well, first of all, I want to know what five languages you speak. What are the five? Well, born in Ukraine. So Ukrainian. Uh, because I was when I was born, it was still Soviet Union which I'm glad it's not anymore. So I kind of was forced into understanding and knowing Russian. I lived in Germany, so German. I tried to speak English a little bit. 12 years ago, I didn't speak a word. Now I'm doing a little bit of English. And then my favorite one is sarcasm. I speak that fluently. Ah, I love it. That's awesome. All right, great. Five, five languages. Now you're in the fitness world. All right, you mm -hmm. come over, you come to the United States, what, 12 years ago, you said? 
Yeah. Okay. So 12 years ago, you, you, you come to the United States now. What led you to fitness? Like most people that show up aren't, aren't like, you know, I'm going to run a gym. I'm going to, I'm going to start helping people work out. Like what brought you to that? So first of all, I didn't start with owning a gym. I started with getting certified and training people on the side. And then I became a trainer in a big box gym. And then I uh, transitioned or I grew into personal trainer, like uh, the, the, the main guy. I had trainers under me and it just grow, grow, grow. And then I sort of kind of hit a ceiling and I realized I have to do my own thing for a few reasons. First of all, hitting a ceiling and second, doing things the way I believe are right ethically and otherwise. I just had a vision of how I can help people potentially better. Uh, and if I do it on my own terms and on my own rules, I can do it maybe potentially better and help people live a better life. So I transitioned to doing my own thing after a while, but it didn't start there. When I first moved here, I didn't speak English. So I did the, all the regular, like, um, immigrant jobs. I did construction. I did cleaning. Like my first job is cleaning, um, apartment buildings so meaning if somebody moves out of their apartment i have to clean those and then cleaning toilets and offices and stuff like that i didn't speak english i had to do whatever i could right uh so and then i did a little bit of delivery driving you don't need to know english there too so i went through all of that i still have calluses on my knees from doing hardwood floor installations because another job you don't need to speak language right yeah. so i went through all that and i understood that i have to change something this is not what i want to do 30 40 years from now. And then uh, I got a job where I was forced into learning English. I, I would take on the phone, take orders, and I didn't speak English. So I would mess them up all the time. And every time I would mess up an order, it would come out of my paycheck. But that was a good incentive to learn the language really quick. And that was my first lesson of like, get uncomfortable, that's how you grow. And that went into the business or into the fitness realm as well, where um, if you want to grow in fitness, if you want to get fitter, stronger, faster, leaner, you have to get uncomfortable and then you start growing in whatever goals you have. And all those lessons led me to understanding that you got to stay sore. Well, my, my whole thing is stay sore because nothing good comes easy. Get uncomfortable, you get better. Yeah. So unpack that a little bit. Stay sore. Are we talking physically? Or are we talking like in life in general? Yes. Yes. So like, uh, like I said, a little bit of plugging here in my stay yeah. sore book, the whole book is kind of about, um, so gym in the gym, if you don't get uncomfortable, you don't get results. You have to give your body a reason to adapt to the new stimulus, discomfort and stuff like that. And that's how you grow. And I don't mean like size-wise, that's how you grow as a human, as, as your fitness progress, weight loss, whatever it's into, or whatever you're into. So, uh, and that that's in the physical realm as well as in the, like I said, I had to get uncomfortable to learn the language, to be able to do not the regular immigrant jobs, but other things too. So uh, the whole thing stays source about physical, mental, and any other aspects of your life. If you want to level up in life, you got to get a little uncomfortable to force progress. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're kind of like going really fast towards where you're at now. Um, let's say I'm an, a, a new guy. I just came here mm -hmm. from the Ukraine. What would you, what would your advice to me be? Like, what would be the advice you would give to a, to a brand new person to this country from any other country who doesn't speak the language too? Oh man. Uh, that's a good question. Nobody asked me that, but it makes sense. Um, don't be afraid it's going to work out and uh, put yourself in the position where you can win. 
If you hide from that position, it's never going to work. And I see this all the time, whether in fitness, my clients uh, that are trying to stay comfortable, they're just hiding from that place that is going to develop them. And same thing like with, with me as an immigrant. At first, I was hiding from all those discomforts and doing all the jobs that don't require English. They don't require knowing the uh, even just the culture and stuff. I'm still trying to figure this out. 12 years later, I find myself being different because I lived in Ukraine, then in Germany, then I got thrown around the world and I feel I'm different and I'm still trying to figure out how are other people, like not me, but other people, what's the culture, what's the language. So the, the advice would be seek out maybe even discomfort, but seek out places where you have a chance to level up. Don't hide from them. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like, um, was there a big Ukrainian community in Cleveland? Uh, well, to be honest, at first I moved to Minnesota, Minneapolis, oh, okay. and then I moved to Cleveland over here. And yes, there's a big community here. Uh, this is, it's not a statement or anything, but somehow I figured if I stay in that community, I will not get out of my comfort zone. So really early on, I tried to like, just do my own thing. So I know people from the community, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm in the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, hang out with everyone doesn't matter there's nations colors viewpoints political religious i just i love variety i love people and uh, i love helping whoever needs help and i love to learn from whoever can teach me yeah that's awesome yeah i just, I just think sometimes when you when you go to a new country you know i've moved to an, uh, quite a few countries and um you know when you're new there it's nice to have somebody around you that at least understands what you're saying language wise, right? It's at least nice to have, you know, you get home from your, your rough day job and you've been working all day to say, you know, Hey, let's, let's, let's talk. We can actually speak and converse together. So that's why I was just curious to see if there was a, uh, a community. Well, of yeah, of course. In the beginning, yes, a little bit, but uh, later on when I moved uh, from Minnesota to Cleveland, it changed all. And uh, I, I tried to plug myself into the American lifestyle so I can understand it and develop and grow. So, um, again, it's not a statement for anything. That's just how I chose to do it. I still yeah. have a lot of Ukrainian friends, and but any any nationality, I have friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, so let's let's fast forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. You're you're a personal trainer. You know, you're starting to move up in the ranks at your your big box gym, like you said. But you want things to be done the right way, is what you you know you want train training to be done the right way. Maybe unpack that a little bit. What is the right way um, when you're when you're training people? Well, let me specify that the, the right way for me, what I believe is the right way, because, you know, in a big box gym, you have to hit numbers. People become numbers. Uh, it's a business. It's spreadsheets mostly. So quite often it becomes like pick, put the signature on file and then we'll figure it out later. Like people become uh, spreadsheets and numbers. And it, it, I understand that's part of business, but uh, quite often I felt that I can do more because not just help people with like, here's how you do bicep curls and here's how you do ab yeah. crunches. I felt like a lot of people need uh, like some sort of like belief in yourself guidance, um, life, life encouragement in general, yeah. some how to get out of your comfort zone and level up, not just in business, but uh, not just in fitness, sorry, but in, in your life in general. And uh in the big box gym, it was always just spreadsheets, spreadsheets, spreadsheets. Uh, and I felt like I can do more and uh, on my own terms, on my own rules and stuff like that. And uh, that's why I made the transition. That's great. Okay. So you decide you're going to make this transition now. Now, in, in your mind, that's a pretty 
easy thing to do. You can rationalize, you can rationalize that, right? You're like, I really want to help people maybe on a more personal level. Um, now physically getting a building, putting equipment in that building, um, <laughs> insurance, yeah. that's a totally different game. So yeah. how did, how are you able to do all these things? Now, remember Bo's a guy who, who's just learning English or he, he's new to the English language too at this time. So at that point I was okay with understanding the speaking okay. was still a little iffy. Um, thick accent, like I could speak, but thick accent. Well, okay. that part that you just mentioned was, um, I don't know if you can tell, but with this little window here, I'm going bold and gray. Oh, dude, same. So, uh, that year when I made the transition, I was just finishing college. I was, uh, giving up my stable job to start my own thing. And I had a second, I now have three, but second child all in one year, um, that's why I went bold and gray, like in one year, the stress, <laughs> the stress. So I hope that answers your question. The stress was uh, enormous, but I, I had a vision. I had a belief and I knew I can, I, I, I'd like to believe I can help people with that as well as make an income for me and my family. So I had to take the risk. Um, if you want to go a little more in detail into it, I can tell you the, the scariest thing is I'm leaving uh, that job to, to, in a big box gym wasn't that much money it was stable i was living from paycheck to paycheck but it wasn't making that much money so i give up my job i have a second baby coming in and i have seven thousand dollars in my bank account and i'm leaving my job because i know it's always gonna say stay seven thousand dollars so i'm leaving that job i finally find a place that i can rent for the gym and the first purchase I have to make is the flooring, rubber flooring in the gym. I yeah. swipe the credit card. Now it's only 4000 left to pay for my life, for my family, and still yeah. start the business. It was nuts. It was crazy. It was so stressful. Very, very scary. But I had people start working out here while only half of the flooring was just installed. And I, I just had to, I had to figure it out, you know, entrepreneurship, I jumped and while falling, I had to figure out how to fly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Did, did any of your clients come over from the, the big box gym? I know that's not allowed. You're supposed to not do that, but um, did um, they, because so sometimes they just do. I'd like to consider myself a very extremely honest person. And uh, I truly, I can promise and I can, uh, I, just promise that I have not tried to solicit any of my clients. I didn't tell, I didn't show, I didn't advertise. I just said, I'm leaving. I didn't know where. And some of my friends knew, but friends, not clients. And um, so nobody kind of followed until they saw me posting stuff online. Like a month later, I started posting, like I'm training somebody here in this, in this back then it looked, really empty and horrible and there was like a big echo because it's an empty room i can't afford equipment yeah but um, a lot of burpees and air squats a lot of burpees and uh, <laughs> jump rope i i bought 10 jump ropes two and a half dollars each nice. um so uh, it, it it was crazy all my equipment was rusty from craigslist but i made it work now i have like rogue squad racks and stuff all the fancy stuff but it didn't start that way so to a lot of clients followed me in the next few years even now like so many years later, once in a while, people from the old gym are still approaching me and like um, saying, hey, by the way, I loved our workout so much. You still training? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I didn't solicit. I didn't feel that's right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. 
Um, it, it's interesting. I did a little training and and coaching as well uh, in years past, and it's amazing the relationships you build with these people too. You know, oh, yeah. they tell you things they're not going to tell their therapist, right? Or you know, you become their therapist pretty much mm-hmm. as, a, as a personal trainer. So they tell you things that are that are really really personal and you build these relationships with the people Absolutely. and it's going to come with you for, for a long time. I'm a, I'm probably a lot older, older than you are. So I can tell you the, the clients that I had from, and, and the coaching uh, clients I had from years and years ago, I still talk to you all the time, you know, oh, I yeah, see they, them at the local gyms and things like that. And I still talk to them online and stuff like that, even now. Yeah. Uh, first you become client and trainer, then you become, uh, you know, therapist and patient and then you become friends and then you become lifelong friends uh because you know exercise amplifies a lot of things so um when people have an emotional or tough day at work and a family with kids husband wife whatever it is you work out that amplifies feelings and emotions and after a while you get so close you spend so much time together in the gym that uh, people start opening up about their day and stuff and uh, you eventually become friends. First, when I started this career, I thought I'm going to be a clipboard holding, squat form judging trainer. Yeah. And then it turns out uh, you're, well, more affordable therapist, sort of, you know, yeah. and you help people through other stuff, not just squats, not just burpees. Yeah. Okay. So you have a super passion to help these clients and, and the people in your gym. I don't even want to call them clients. I mean, just people in the gym, friends, guys that, you know, you're, Absolutely. you're doing business with and you're, you're working out with, um, you have, a, you obviously have a real serious passion for this, but you're also a really smart guy. You know, you're not, you're not just Thank giving you. them free. You know, nothing is going free. you got supplements, books, podcasts, YouTube, you got all these things going at once. Um, which, where did you, where did you realize, okay, I have a gym now I have this building. Now I need to start adding things onto it. Like the supplements, the clothing, mm-hmm all these other things well if clients ask you for six seven years in a row what supplements should i take and i'm not a nutritionist i don't i don't prescribe stuff i tell them what i would do and why in this situation but i'm not prescribing i would rather talk to a nutritionist but this is what i would do and if they ask you for six seven years in a row then why would i direct them somewhere else if i can do the same thing a little better uh, put my own ingredients in there that I believe are superior, better. I'll, I'll give you an advice. When I first was creating the formulas and stuff, all those biochemists that were helping me create all that, the manufacturing and stuff, they all thought I'm, they they, they constantly were laughing at me and saying, you're stupid. Just put that in, that in there. It's like cheaper or the margin is bigger or who cares? Nobody knows how much turmeric you have to put in there. They don't know. Just put less in. I couldn't do that because my name is on there and I believe in good quality. I believe in, you know, uh, the more I help, the more income I'm going to make. Income doesn't come from spreadsheets. Income comes from helping and solving problems. So uh, the more I can help, the more I'm going to build a name and then eventually business. So I created these supplements from my heart, believing in them. So to answer your question, if they ask for seven years, what supplement should I take? Well, now I kind of want to say the Bofed supplement because it's better. Uh, and same with everything else. Like people feel constantly unmotivated, anxiety, depression, stuff like that. Instead of answering the same question over and over and over, uh, over I can just put it into a, into a, a book format and direct them to a link. So it's not a greediness or a business decision where how can I get rich, which I'm still not rich. Uh, it's more of a convenient factor. How can I help more people? How can I spread the work 
worked harder or better. If it helped the last 200 clients, then maybe I should package it in a book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Really smart stuff, man. It's And you're right. It's not ego related. It's just making everything easier. Um, now, the supplements. Okay. That's another, I guess not, uh, it's another monster in itself. Right. Oh, yeah. How do you how do you begin a supplement company? Because I know anybody yeah. who's listening to this right now is like, dude, I love working out. I want to make supplements. I want to be just like, Bo, I, I could do this too. So everyone's going to want to to know what maybe just like like a like a high level version of how you how you moved in that direction, how you started that supplement line. Just like anything else, uh, let's say this: you go to the gym, you work out, you do a few curls, you do a few bench presses, you look in the mirror. Nothing changed. <laughs> Second day, you do the same thing. Nothing changed. You do it for a week. Nothing changed. But if you do it for a year, it will change. So same thing, same thing with every single thing that I do. Like it's not going to happen overnight, but step by step, start Googling, put in, into Google, like creating a supplement company. See what pops up. I'm not going to give you the step-by-step the, the -step guide. I'm just telling you what I did. And then Google it for a week, every day for half an hour, like, learn okay there's people where you can just put your sticker on the bottle and sell that okay then you can formulate your own thing then you can find uh you source it from china you can source it from europe i'm going to tell you most of my supplements are plant-based and most of the herbs are coming from europe because it's much heavier uh controlled and uh filtered than for it say here in us or even more so in the china a lot of the things that are in supplements that are in us are banned in europe because they're dangerous but here it's for some reason allowed um so just start one by one by one by one in a week it, you're going to still feel lost but two weeks into reading you're going to start having an idea a month in you're going to know who to contact where where to write your emails to you're going to start finding manufacturers by chemists and so on and so on uh so the answer is start wherever i don't care where just start that's really smart i like that so it's just like working out just do it just every like single day out. for a year and in the end of that year you're going to have some sort of product you know it could be absolutely not, not a physical product i mean like big muscles or a business or something like that. If you keep working at it every single and day, I'm, I'm a big believer that the gym teaches you 99% of the lessons that you need to succeed in life in general. So everything is like, like the gym, you want to have results. You got to have consistency, discipline, and a little challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Okay. So we've got this gym. It's going really well. It's in Cleveland, big city. Things are going good. Are you looking to scale this thing? Is this going to be, are we, are we building more gyms? Do you have any plans of doing that? Like, how do you scale uh, BoFit? Uh, good question. Um, before COVID, I, uh, I was thinking that I'm going to go bigger. I'm going to get more trainers. I'm going to get a bigger facility. Truth be told, I was actually already holding paperwork in my hands right before the shutdown for signing a two and a half times bigger space than I already have right now. And there was, there was some, some minor issues where I didn't sign it, but I still was planning on it. And then everything go, went downhill in 2020 and everything got shut down. I got shut down here. I couldn't, I couldn't have my gym open. And that made me realize uh, how about instead of impressing everyone else, instead of making it look like I'm this big deal dude with a big gym and huge overhead hoping it's going to work how about i keep it small but try to make the most out of the least how do i 
help more people spread the word wider with the least amount of footprint. So I changed my mindset into how can I stay the smallest possible, maybe even humble, but help the most people and change the most lives. Okay. So how do you do that? What's, what's the, uh, what's the, in your current facility, how are you able to do that? Uh, okay. So during COVID, during the shutdown, I started two projects, my health and fitness podcast, as well as the supplements I started. They're, they're pretty young. They're like, I'm almost a year into my supplement line. So during that shutdown, I had a little bit of extra time. That's where I started researching it. It was super hard to build, but once you build it, it's, uh, you can automate it, right? So that's how I grow, automate things that can solve problems for other people. So instead of growing and making it look big, I actually make it big, but keep it small, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, so physically all small, these but things. you're helping people at a bigger scale. Yeah, yeah. So same with the book, right? You write it once and then it's there. Podcast, uh, supplements, you create them. And it's still like marketing. And once in a while, I create new, new things. Um, but... Uh, that's how I can keep it small, but spread it better. Okay. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're also now, you have trainers inside your gym, right? So you have trainers that you're training to be, so you have people in your gym that you're training to be trainers. Is that correct? Well, yes and no. I have somebody helping me out right now. And, uh, but, but during, during, again, during the lockdown, that, that whole thing fell apart so quick. Uh, I'm not one of... I don't want to go political or anything, but like <laughs> unemployment was really juicy. I lost a bunch of trainers and I realized, it, and, and after that, I still tried to hire and mm. it just was really uh, challenging, disappointing. People yeah. didn't show up. People uh, didn't want, I don't want to do this time. I don't like these kinds of clients and so on and so on. I don't want to work. Uh, so uh, right now I have a part-time person who helps me out. Uh, but it just, I went from having a few trainers to just square one after the whole 2020. And I have a different perspective on that right now. So uh, I'm squeezing people into, into uh, let's say, semi-private training. So four people at the same time, I can still provide them almost personal training like uh, service, really good quality service, but it's not one-on-one -on -one anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to change training. my... Uh, very small group training because I have also bigger groups. I have boot camps for everyone. Uh, but if you have injuries, if you have things where you need to really like uh, focus on and keep it uh, very professional and adjust small details, then uh, semi-private or one-on-one. -on -one, I unfortunately have to charge a little more for one-on-one. -on -one. But uh, that's how I changed my strategy into being able to do a lot of things myself. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but the last two years I figured I need to stick to, to that for now. But again, I have a part-time trainer helping me out right now. Yeah. You had to adapt. That's pretty much yeah, how, it, how I, it is. I had to, I had to, yeah. yeah. Adapt and stay successful and stay doing well. You still have to feed your family, right? So you have to stay in business and keep rolling and keep going. You can't just yeah. quit. And, you know, yeah, I, I get that, man. Um, the, uh, the unemployment and the free money, I mean, it's especially when it, it you bringing in more with the free money than you are with the working money, I guess, or the working income. Um, yeah. It, it, I, I mean, I kind of get it. I, I've never, you, you're not like this, that kind of mentality either. So, but I kind of understand what they would be thinking. Um, I don't think that's going to stick around. I don't think it's physically possible that this free money can keep coming in. So at some point these guys are coming back. Um, uh, what would like, so have you, have you done any sort of online um, 
training so that you can train trainers, but do it on a, on a online basis? Yeah. I, so, well, you keep saying train trainers. I actually, uh, I'm a contractor and I teach either in college or career centers. I teach future trainers. Uh, okay. I'm very That's blessed to say that. Yeah, yeah. So I teach future trainers. So they they learn basic biomechanics, kinesiology and stuff like that. And then I sometimes help them decide if they're going to go the realm of personal training, physical therapy or occupational therapy. And um, I, I teach them how to move, how to deal with clients, stuff like that. Uh, they have a teacher, they have a professor, but uh, I come in there depending on the semester, usually like once a month, maybe more often, sometimes less. And whatever they went through the curriculum, I teach them how it applies to real life scenarios because I have quite a bit of experience. Yeah, so you're like a you're doing a consultations type type deal for pretty much early yeah. New they, they, they hire me as a consultant, and then yeah. I give them usually it's like a three hour lecture with workshop including, and we we walk through different scenarios depending on what what the again curriculum is at that point what what chapter they're on so to speak. I got you. So, so you have a gym supplements, a book, two YouTube channels, three kids, a wife, one uh, wife. <laughs> what else do we got here? All kinds of other things. Now, yeah. what about this? So you're doing this consultation. What mm -hmm. about doing a, a coaching course or a, a video where you show people how to do it and it, and, um, and, and you can just, you know, push that out there and, and give to these people. Would that be an option too? Maybe I don't want to put any more on your road. plate than you already have. I'm just thinking all these yeah, things. Yeah, I'll do that in my free time. I do that in my <laughs> free time. I already work 27 hours a day, eight days a week. Yeah. Uh, but um, maybe, why not? But it's just, it's it's a lot. Um, the burnout is a real thing, for mm -hmm. real. It's a real thing, especially in this situation where I see about 30, 40 people a day. Uh, and every time it's a new energy, new person, new personality, new vibe, new, new, either upbeat or depressed or anxious or like full out crazy, whatever it is. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, like something uh, happened and like, you have, Ooh, like I really need to be like somehow help this person to walk out in a better mood or like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, or in a better mindset. So it's very draining. And then all these other things on top of it. But, um, Maybe, maybe I'll create a course down the road, but I don't know if anyone wants to live my lifestyle. It's a, it's a lot. It's a and lot. I'm surprised. It's pretty interesting. I kind of, I, I like it. I bet a lot of people are listening to this are like, man, I want to do that. Like I want the supplements. I want to be a trainer. I want to have my own gym. A lot of guys have I've wanted to do that forever. They just never took the jump like you did. Well, then just do it. I mean, the answer is really simple. Just start with step number one and then, then step number two. And then sometimes you take a step back. But um, the, the goal was here uh, to have a holistic approach to helping people uh, level up. Again, uh, it started with fitness, but I really quickly learned that it's way more than just fitness. Fitness helps you in so many other ways too. Confidence, depression, anxiety, um, relationships and stuff like that. So I tried to create an ecosystem all about leveling up. So when you enter the ecosystem, you like, oh, but there's, oh, but there's a book about mindset. Oh, but like, he has a podcast about health and fitness. Let's check that out. So 
it's not like uh, let me fix cars and then let me make pizzas and then let's uh you know it's it it's it's a holistic approach to a better you uh so i i stay in the same realm and one helps the other helps the other if that makes sense so i, I stay the course i stay the course of uh, sticking to my life goal, which is uh, how can I be the best and strongest version of me and how can I help others to do the same thing? Yeah, it's it's excellence, being excellent at one thing. And that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're covering all bases so that you can be- I'm trying, I'm trying. I, I, don't, I don't do well with compliments. Uh, thank you. Well, uh, deal with it. You're getting one now. And I'm across the country, so you can't- How dare me. you? You can't hit me because I'm all the way across the country, so- I just noticed my camera keeps turning on and off. Uh, if I do this, bam! Now it's locked in. My camera has stuck gestures, so now it doesn't move around. Like, check this out. A fancy if I do this, camera, man. check this out. I move. Wow! See that? Look at that. But if I, yeah, but if I lock it in, like, bam! Okay, now it's not moving. Okay, because it was freaking out. It was constantly like looking for me. All right, you definitely have go. a higher end camera than I do. I, you, you know, why not? Why not? If I film YouTube and I do these podcasts and I constantly get invited for podcasts and stuff like that. So why not give people a better picture? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, give us a piece of advice. Let's say we're, you know, we're, you're looking to give us, um, you know, some great, adv some, some advice on, you know, how to be like Bo. Um, and I know you don't, don't like, just don't just you don't, don't like, you so don't like hard. the, uh, okay. How to be excellent. What's what about that? How to be excellent, just in a general sense. What's okay, a good my, first step? I, I have two thoughts right right away. First, don't try to be excellent. Try to be a little better. But second, if life, if there's so much on your shoulders, if there's so much weight on your shoulders and life pushes you down, you squat it up and become stronger like a squat, you know? So uh, if, if it's hard, you're about to level up. If it's hard, you're about to get stronger. I mean, if you don't lift a heavy weight, you're not going to get stronger. If you don't go through a challenge, there's no adaptation. There's no change. Uh, so if you feel it's overwhelming and hard and challenging, know that like the, the, the bigger step is around the corner. The win is around the corner. Like in the video game, you want to win the video game? You have to go through the whole level and then meet the boss at the end, the, the villain. You have to beat him to level up to level two. But... Unfortunately, at level two, there's a bigger boss at the end. But if you win him, you level up again and you become a little stronger, you know? And then like all those RPG games. I'm not a big gamer, but I do once in a while, at least in my previous life when I was a kid. And so you you get a new weapon, right? And so you can fight a bigger boss and then you get the new armor on your main character in the video game. And then you beat the new boss because you have a bigger armor and stuff like that. So that's where you start being a trainer. And then from a trainer to master trainer and teaching other trainers, then you level up, you build a, your own business, a gym, and then you level up write a book and then you have this new weapon from this previous boss that you just defeated and then you can start your supplement line and then a podcast and then teach other trainers and that's how you build that's how you grow one squat at a time so if life is heavy just squat it and make it an exercise that's great if life is heavy squat it out yeah that's awesome all right bo how can people get hold of you um so uh I'll send you a link that you maybe can link down below. Okay. Other than that, Bo underscore Skitsko, pretty much most social media platforms, Instagram, stuff like that, YouTube, uh, Facebook, TikTok. I, I, I'm trying to just, it's just trying to put stuff out that makes people think. I don't ever claim to know it. Uh, it's not the gospel. It's not the truth. Uh, as long as I can make you think, I already did a great job because um, 
that's the problem. Sometimes people just take it in without analyzing it. I might be wrong. Question me, question me, figure out what is he saying? Why is he saying that? Is it even true? So if I can make you think and anything, nutrition, life advice, or whatever it is, then uh, just, just, I already win if I make you think. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. And check out his YouTube channels too. He's got one we didn't even talk about. Travel with Bo. <laughs> it's a different YouTube channel. And he goes all around the, all the country and goes on vacations and then videos it. And it's really high quality. Thank stuff. you. Thank really you. Appreciate good it. Stuff. So appreciate it's not it. like just him with a, you know, a camera looking at himself. It's like really good stuff. Thank um, you. Well, there's, there's a thought process behind it. So uh, I told you a little bit about the culture. Uh, it, I, it was a cultural, not shock, but I had to adapt to this culture and understand that uh, it's different. I had to learn it. And I figured most people, when you think vacation, you think being a vegetable on the beach. And yeah. uh, when you think, let's go and have some fun, most people automatically think eat and drink and not drink water. I mean, drink, yeah. drink, right? So and my goal is to show people that there's a different way of having fun. There's a different way of traveling and having vacation. You can explore the world. You can see cool things. You don't have to like lift weights on vacation. Just go for a long hike to see things that like you only see on Windows screensavers, right? Like, whoa, you, you see those places in person it overwhelms your soul it's like wow nature and the beauty and the the like you feel so down to earth and so like you you can't have anxiety or depression when you climb those mountains and stuff you know so uh to me that was another way again of, of making people think that's the biggest goal here that there's a different way of doing things. You go on a three-day vacation, I'm going to see more in three days than people in three years. Uh, but there's a way to do that. So I try to explain that, that you can have fun in other ways than just drinking and like waiting on the beach for something to happen. Uh, so that was kind of my goal. And I can already see even some of my clients, they start like, oh, last vacation, I actually took a day and went on an excursion somewhere instead of just still laying down on the beach and nothing happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. And guys, check out Bo's uh he came here to Colorado and he went down to Colorado Springs. And there's a lot to do in, in this state. So oh, I, yeah. you know, obviously I live in Colorado. There's there's a lot to do here. There's a lot of outdoors things to do, especially when the weather's nice. You can go everywhere. This dude was going from the Manitou Incline, which is if you've ever just look it up, Google it. It's it's almost like a straight up hike, straight <laughs> up the side of this mountain. And then he'd go drive over to a different hike and he'd do that one. And this is all in one day, and then drive over to another one and do another one. And it was like back to back to back. I was exhausted just just watching. Yeah, but but that that to me that's the exciting stuff. Like yeah. what what else? What else is there? I I can't. I guess it's partially my personality, but also partially I taught myself to seek out discomfort because that's the only way I can see the world. That's the only way I can help people. That's the only way I can build a business. It's just what else? What else is there? I get excited when I talk about it because what else? What else? That's the name of your next book. All right. What else? Deal. That's, the name, that's the name of your next book. I like that because that you can put in all the, all the trips and all the uh, excursions and adventures and all that stuff in with, uh, with your life story as well. All right, Bo, is there anything we're missing? Uh, don't miss out on life. Like I, life doesn't happen on the couch. Just, just go out there and seek, seek something out. And uh, when you do that, don't wait to be perfect. You never will be. I will never be perfect. You know, just do the best you can. Like a lot of people tell me, yeah, I'll come to you when I'm a little fitter. 
you get fit by trying, you know? So just uh, don't miss, you said, what are we missing? Don't miss out on life. Just go and just attack it in whatever level you are and then slowly level up. That's awesome. Bo, you got a lot to talk about, man. I like this. This is good stuff. You got <laughs> a you. lot to teach people too. So I hope people are taking advantage of, of, of meeting you if they are in Cleveland. Um, Bo, here's the big question though. Here's the What's big up? question at the end of the podcast. Yeah. We are land life. Mm-hmm. Buy and sell dirt and trees for the most part. Nothing yet in Ohio, like I told you, but that sounds like a, a good place to look. Um, if you, Bo, mm-hmm. were able to buy land anywhere in the world, the whole world, where would it be and why? Uh, that's that's a good question. Um, never thought of it. Uh, I don't know exactly like what city or what location. Uh, but I, I can answer it with what situation. What I mean is I would probably buy land somewhere like next to Amish people and have like two or a big barn with a lot of land and a small house, like a ranch, really humble house. But a, a, a big barn, half of the barn would be like a hardcore gym. And the other half would be like a video YouTube studio. And then just land, grow your food, run around and just walk around barefoot and enjoy the sun on your skin while you grow your own food and then go work out and then go back home, eat a little bit and then go work out again and then film a video and stuff like that. So that would be probably something I would enjoy. That's that's the ideal life for Bo. Is, uh, is, is a big yeah, property yeah. you can live on, you can do all the podcasts, you can work out. Yep. All one right. day. One day. One day. One day soon, especially once... You start scaling this this thing, man. It's uh, sooner than later. Sooner than later, absolutely. I I, I absolutely believe you will definitely do it. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate with the it. attitude you have, it's it's pretty awesome. All right, guys. Um, thanks for joining us, and uh, I'll see you next time on Land Life. Thank you.